Richard Mint would be on Friday. Not that it matters anymore, because now it's always behind the paywall. Hour two. <laughs> only you paychads can hear it. Only, only, only paychads can hear me now. Can you hear me now, paychads? So we're continuing with weed or 9-11. What, what were you reading now that was making you annoyed? Oh, nothing. Just this, um, I mean, the recommendation we had been given about who to look to for like 9-11 stuff. Is this oh, guy. this guy that you can, you can buy his stuff on Amazon. Well, okay. Let me just say this. Okay, <laughs> let me, let me lay it out here. So this guy, Christopher Ballin, who, you know, I will give him some credit. He does say Zionists are behind it, but oh, then cool. he, it's like, it's like a, the, the thing is the word Zionist there is like a throwaway word because mm-hmm. it's sort of like, cause so, you will get the word Zionist popping up in conspiracy discourse sometimes, right? Okay. But they're not, when they say it, it's, it, it just means oh. sort of like spooky bad guy. It doesn't really necessarily mean people who actually have like a directed political goal towards like Jewish supremacy and the expansion okay. of the state of Israel, right? And they, they will never say Jewish. And they will always say like non-Jews can be Zionist too, and blah blah. blah which is oh, which is there's okay. some truth to that, but again, the, the way they're. Oh hi! Here's another interruption. This pre-recorded. Go to the rightstuff.biz/paywall and pay for a subscription. We need your support. We need your help. We can't do this for free because we're Jews. Using it, but so then what's interesting is I go look at this guy's site and some of the stuff he's written, and one of his most recent blog posts was from um, 2019 where he writes an angry article about Michael Bloomberg deciding to run for president in 2020. And he, in this article, he says that Michael Bloomberg is a knight of the British Empire. And oh. this, this is sort of like the defining, the, the, the thesis of this little blog post is that this is sort of the defining aspect of Michael Bloomberg, is that he's a knight of the British Empire. And in fact, like Michael Bloomberg, like in his suit was, of armor sword on like horseback and he's gonna defend the realm well the problem with that suit of armor is that jet fuel can melt it <laughs> especially if it's made of steel yeah right or no it can't it can't no if you're wearing a steel suit of armor you can just run into a, a, a like a cloud of burning jet fuel no problem um uh so um so here we go. I feel, I feel like we're losing like credibility by talking about nine eleven in this kind of fashion. Well, it's like normie shit. Like we don't really need it. So in our... Bloomberg served as the master of the nine eleven cover up in NYC from two thousand two to two thousand thirteen. The next year, on October sixth, twenty fourteen, Queen Elizabeth awarded Bloomberg as honorary Knight Commander of the Order of the British Empire. <laughs> Bloomberg's British knighthood presents a problem with Article One, Section Nine, Clause Eight of the U.S. Constitution. The title of nobility clause, which restricts members of the government from receiving gifts and emolument. Okay, all right. So, already we're off to a bad start. Like, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I think it's self-explanatory why this is just misdirection, right? And and that's why I think even the fact of him saying Zionist is then is then to just misdirect you in yet another direction. Because the, the salient, obviously, we don't need to say what is Michael Bloomberg's actual most salient, important aspect of his identity. He's a Jew, and yes, he's a Zionist Jew. Yeah, and that would be a much. He's more, like a big finance Jew. It, it, he's it, like a big Zionist I mean, Wall Street. The, the implication like, here, billionaire. Yes, he's he's a big Jew, he's a big finance Jew Zionist mayor of New York City that exercised a tremendous amount of power in America. This and is the not, implication here is, and none of this is to say he's not the chief architect of like the New York City end of the I'm cover sure up. I'm sure he is, but like, the, but it's still it's just like, 
but the this is why is, we don't entertain this normie crap. It's like the implication is then so so all that. See, anybody can observe Michael Bloomberg as who he is. Right? Is like are they trying? Like, it's like it's almost like this subtly implying that he was knighted because of because of nine, because no, of nine no, eleven. He's not implying it. Like he's that's basically what he's saying. I mean, I think it's like why you did such a good you, job covering it up, Michael Bloomberg. Now you're a knight. Why else would you type that paragraph? Like the only the only thing is to him is to, I guess he is implying he's not subtly implying it because he doesn't state it. But the implication is there, but it's not subtle. These, we, Michael Bloomberg did all the 9-11 cover-up like, on behalf of the British Empire. Yeah. Eternal Anglo. So this, this, this to again. me, seems to be a, a big problem. Um, Bloomberg of the round table. And there's no reason to even... This is hurting my brain. It, it's, it's just like... So if, if, somebody, if somebody is saying Zionist did 9-11, I'm like, oh, okay, and finally someone's maybe saying something interesting. Let's see what he has to say. And then he's like, Michael Bloomberg is a knight of the British Empire. I'm just going to – I'm gonna, all right, well, I guess another, another dead end on this one. Like, you know, so much for that. Mm. To, I, don't, I don't really need to waste my time with anything else this guy says yeah. after seeing that. That's it. It's out in the trash it goes. Sorry. Also, his books are available on Amazon, podcasts available on Audible. Um, you know, he goes, on, he goes on – Pacifica Radio, WBAI, 99.5 in New York oh, City, if, which I, is a commie radio station. I wonder, if they've ever had, by Jews. I wonder if they've ever had Ryan Dawson on. No. Can you buy Ryan Dawson stuff on Amazon still? No. No. no Can you? No. His shit is fucking... <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the guy. Talk about this stuff. For that stuff, yeah, he's good. 9-11, it's Ryan Dawson all the way. Yep. He's the man. And all this other stuff is yep. just it's just window dressing and it's crazy pills. Some, spook, some, spook some people have an irrational hatred of Ryan Dawson. Yeah, yeah. well, because I mean Ryan Dawson says says basically says what we say. He does. I don't think he he says that loose change and all that stuff like is gay yeah, and fake and doesn't fake, matter. Yeah. And the the, the the thing to focus on is yeah, no, really involved. Based on nine eleven, Ryan. And this is makes very me good. really really mad. Ryan is very good. No, Ryan makes me makes me mad. On he makes subjects, me mad but... for, for other reasons, but that's not, not talking about that right yeah. here. But like we have credit. political we have political disagreements, but he's good on nine eleven. And you can tell he's good on nine eleven because he's fucking banned, he's banned for everything for everything. talking about it by Jews. He doesn't even live in the country anymore. Like, he lives in, where is he like like fled Japan. to Japan? Japan. And how long is he, how long is he, like Japan gonna be safe? Where is he? He's like I don't know, but yeah, you know. But yeah, it's basically that that's that's the deal. So yeah. So. Yeah, that was in that email we got. The email with like the letter every the letter every letter S in the email. This is how I know you're a crazy schizo yeah, that only talks. The yeah. letter the letter S in every every instance of letter S in the email was hyperlinked to that that what's the guy's name? Ballin? Christopher Ballin. So, so Christopher so Ballin's the video. Same link? Yeah, the same link in every letter S in the email. So when you do that oh. and then like and then like odd sized text you're all crazy, kinds of, so you're crazy. There was a there was like there was a, a there was a block at the top, like a rectangle and all across that's like disc, it's like the wrong color. Like this, you, it's like what did you like what were you doing when you typed this stuff? That you the, have like he realize? random background the, formatting and text formatting. It's like Thank you. And then you say... Is there just like a schizo mode you can put your computer in where it just creates these weird... <laughs> I guess so. Like, creates like, these weird patterns and effects. Like, you just say, okay, <laughs> we'll just do like, here's a yellow bar, here's every S highlighted, like, it's weird shit. Mode. Like, you downloaded, yeah. like, downloaded the uh, S... What are they called? <laughs> what are they called? The style sheet? Activate schizo mode. <laughs> yeah. What is it? The CSS? Is that the name of the style sheet? Like, you yeah. downloaded like, download the CSS from Godlike schizo Productions. Schizo mode CSS. You, like, put the Godlike Productions <laughs> CSS in the email, and that's why it's all fucked up. 
Yeah, yeah, because it's got they don't they do that like nineties uh, like uh, geocities? Was it geocities? geocities or as I used to call it, geocities. It is geocities. Oh, it's not geocities. Geocities, geocities, geocities. It's all wrong. I got per Angel Fire. Oh yeah, oh, Angel Fire. That was the real shit. What was the other one? There was another. Uh, Ah, Geocities. I think it was, was it Friendster? Angel Fire. Well, that I'm was a social I'm network. joking. Whatever happened to Geocities? Uh, you can still start a site there. Can you know. still, like, build, like, a tiny, shitty website? Can you do you a website, can. like... I bet you there's, like, a boutique hipster Geocities now. But anyway, it's like, it's a big normie scene of, like, 9-11 denial. Because, oh, yeah, who got it? Because, That's you know, you have to think about, like, if you're going to do a big false flag like that, and the, the it was basically the dawn of the digital age, like, the internet was there... And it's you know not infancy, but it was like it was, the internet was like a toddler, you know. So yeah, you're gonna do yeah. a, if you're gonna do a big act like that, you've got to cover your ass on the uh, the idea that like a lot of people are gonna be like, hey, wait a second, something doesn't add up with this. So the, the solution is to fucking poison the well of of um, skepticism and uh, and just create, just create all this was killed crap. Two thousand nine, it's gone. Well, that's that's sad. It's dead. Where are all the uh, like R.I.P. like spinning onk and dancing baby gifts? We should put some spinning onks on TRS. Angel oh, Fire sent the wrong signal. We sent the signal. So, oh man, dude! Sent the signal. We're old. Dude. <laughs> Angel <laughs> Fire is owned by Lycos. That's- this is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Writestuff.biz slash paywall. You can use crypto, e-checks, mail in a money order, or even use your credit card on Sven's Odyssey channel. The link will be below in the show notes. That's the right stuff.biz slash paywall. Also, also this tripod. Tripod. Tripod is still there? Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm looking at this thing about this um, supposed indigenous woman who was like beaten by a, a pack of whites for not wearing a bra. Which to me seems like there's uh, probably, probably something else going on. Else. Well, like the video starts in mid in mid altercation where this oh, white so woman. Oh, having a fight with a woman. Okay. So basically, yeah, these women Girl are fight. fighting, and basically it starts with this white woman who's, who's already too. basically she's already it looks like she'd already been knocked off her bike. Like yeah. She, it looks like she'd already been. She was riding a bike and she was. You just filter. It's like, all right, there's a brown people. Brown people took a video of like a violent thing happening. It's like, okay, it's your fault. And they started. It started. Just mid, it started that. in like, the middle of everything. It's like so you hurled. No you hurled some fighting words at somebody, or you possibly physically assaulted this woman on her bike. And I mean, it looks like the woman's like got getting your just up desserts. Out there, and, but who knows? Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. It's not even a big deal. But of course, it's like top Yahoo News headline. Which oh, imagine this. Here's here's some oh here's God. some conspiracy theory thinking for you. Um, a minor altercation. Between, like, three people, two of whom were, three women, two of whom were white, one of whom was some kind of Indian, in a park that led to maybe some slaps and yelling and insults, is front page news in America. Were they clapping yet, and things? Yet, like, actual racial terrorist murders are, like, mm. memory hold. Yeah. Mm. Right? Yeah. Like, like this can, thing. Can just, I share my favorite comment on this so far? Yeah. It's the top comment says a, a modern day lunch mob. What a horrifying experience! <laughs> lunch mob, lunch mob, a lunch mob. <laughs> it would be really Dude, neat. That doesn't sound like a horrifying. Experience. It would be amazing if like if like the niggers in this country if they were just causing like lunch. Okay, Lunches. that too. But like if they were causing just like these like knee scare, knee scrape minor minor scuffles in public parks. Yeah. Oh, what a world it would be if that's that all was they the did instead of, it, of just yeah. like slaughtering and raping. They were just like having these sort of embarrassing. 
yeah. caught on tape. Like, hey, how come you won't report on the time Jamal slapped this white man in the face while he was trying to eat his lunch? Yeah. Like, imagine yeah. if that was the struggle. Then, I mean, we could rest easy. It's like, no, it's like, let's talk about a white girl stood up for herself to some brown bitch. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, let's choose, like... Yeah, how, many, I mean, how, many, just, how many whites in Memphis have been, like, murdered and, and raped in the last well, couple weeks that we're not talking speaking about? Speaking of that... Whatever happened to that kid that got beat up on his way to school? The school was like, oh, it's not on school grounds. We don't care. Yeah, what happened to that story? I don't remember his name. What happened to that story? Was oh, um, that just swept under? Is yeah, he still we going actually, to school? We talked about that I remember. Uh, before. And so now we, we can... Let me not talk about all this conspiracy weed crap. But, um... I'm just putting lunch mobs in Lunch the, mobs, that's really... Like, putting lunch mobs in the... But, uh, so the Cleotha Abstin, the nigger that killed that's the guy uh, that Eliza kid, yeah. Fletcher. That's the Eliza Fletcher killer. Yeah, Guess so, what? Uh, he kidnapped and murdered somebody a year ago. Yeah, really? Yeah. This is a new revelation. They were investigating him for this. This is a new they revelation. Or there was an investigation. Let me, let me bring so the article up so I don't lie. I mean, you just bring the article. This so is something lie. they let him go on, or they just, like, we tied him to it now? Like, they did so, some DNA shit you were saying, Alex? So well, here's an well, article. there's COVID going on, so we, we, I mean, we can't be arresting people. Oh, COVID. COVID is, yeah, we can't be doing our jobs during COVID. There's a pandemic um, <laughs> pandemic in Normie land. So, so uh, Borzette sent me this article. It says, Eliza Fletcher, murder suspect, appears in court for unrelated theft days after being charged in separate kidnapping. 38-year-old faces charges of aggregated rape and kidnapping charges in relation to a separate <laughs> incident that took place in September of 2021. No, no, no. These are not, these are not unrelated. Yes. Yeah, so, right, yeah. A suspect in the killing of Memphis jogger Eliza Fletcher appeared in court for an unrelated theft charge. Cleotha Henderson, 38, appeared before Shelby County judge on Monday was indicted with charges stemming from a robbery that took place on September 1st, the day before Miss Fletcher was abducted. The victim... In the theft case, said that there. Uh, shit, I can't read this now because it's a. It's like fucking asking me to register. God damn it. Um. Well, I'll have to archive that. Is it real quick? Uh. Basically, it seems. But I want to get the facts right. Let me. Let me just see. Um. If I search his uh, his name, and kidnapping, maybe I'll get an article about it. It's not paywalled. Uh. Yeah, you're gonna have to I would try to Google it, but there's no way I can spell Cleotha. What the fuck is his name? Okay, so here we go. Law and crime. Elijah Fletcher's alleged killer is now charged with committing a 2021 kidnapping and rape. Okay, so here we go. This one doesn't seem to be paywall. Um, here, to be, here be the real pandemic. Nigger rape. So uh, the man charged of murdering a Memphis teacher talk is about, now... Talk about, talk about a lie hop situation. Yeah, it's like letting the niggers rape on purpose. Yeah, no, that's the big lie hop. Is that like they basically the whole, the entire government is like the nigger crime is the entire government is lie hop on that, like just letting it happen on purpose. And I have, we can't have niggers in a cell. Do we allow uh, that anymore? I don't care, dude. It doesn't matter. Uh, letting niggers happen on purpose. What, <laughs> that's like a good show title. <laughs> it's like lean hop. <laughs> it's len hop. Len hop. Yeah. Len hop. Yeah. Uh, the man accused of murdering Memphis teachers now charged in a separate crime. Jail records in Shelby County, Tennessee now show that Cleotha Abstin, 38, faces account each of aggregated rape, especially aggravated kidnapping, and unlawful carrying or possession of a weapon for a crime dated September 21st, 2021. 
The sexual assault report had been taken that day and submitted to the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation. Two days later, you know, authorities said the DNA match returned on September 5th, 2022, the same day Elijah Flesser's body was found in the South Memphis neighborhood. That's suspicious. I just thought, um, just thought of something. It's like it's not a it's not a nigger like pandemic. Like as far as we're concerned, it's just endemic. Yeah, it's just yes. part of the it's mm. part of the uh, ecosystem. There's just like nigger crime goes around. There's no cure for it. You just uh, have some have some chicken noodle soup and some Seven Up and wait for it to pass. Hopefully, it won't kill you this time. Okay, so I want to I want to talk about this for a second here. So this is kind of interesting. So. Is there, so, is there a vaccination we could develop for this? Yes, it's letting me finish my narrative. <laughs> uh, no, but think about this. Think about this. So, um, so there was a there was a sexual assault report, a kidnapping and sexual assault report. Uh, some woman said this had happened to her, September twenty first, twenty twenty one. Apparently, she escaped and lived or something like that, and she then reported this, or or is there, they received a report of this somehow. It's not entirely clear what happened. Media, of course, as usual, nice and vague and actually not only vague, but seemingly deliberately confusing. Um, so, and then they were apparently, de- I guess, a rape kit or whatever they do, like DNA tests and stuff were done on the victim to find out who it was. But then the results of that test are returned the same day he kills Eliza Fletcher. Oh, yeah. That seems like too much of a coincidence. It seems to me like they maybe were dragging their feet on those test results and they already had them and now they're trying to play it off. Like, you know, it doesn't that seem odd. I mean, it, I, I guess it could be a coincidence, but it seemed a very, why would it also take a year to get these test results back? Like I'm, I'm wondering if they got the test results back and like sat on them just because we're not, we're not prioritizing a uh, nigger rape right now. We, that's we're, we're doing Lee hop on that. You know, I don't know. It just seems weird to me. I can't even think of like a satirical like yeah. thing to say about it. But let me just make sure COVID. I'm getting this right. So you know, a, it's like you, it's the COVID, the pandemic's on. You can't get mail. You order something from Amazon. Like suddenly, suddenly, like Prime shipping is five days instead of two, and like your nigger rape kits don't come back in time. It takes a year. Okay, all right. Um. So okay, so no, this is actually I was being conspired. I was I was having a little bit too much of a THC moment here. Uh, because of the DNA they collected from Eliza Fletcher, they got a match on this previous one yeah. before. That's what, yes. that's what happened. So, okay. It's not actually suspicious. All right. I'm sorry. Okay, so how, how many people do you have to kill before they actually start making these connections? But, but here's the funny thing, though. This guy had kidnapped somebody before. Like, he mm-hmm. was in jail for kidnapping somebody for 20 years. Um, well, I mean, it's like so the guy who would... Uh, why don't they what, have what him... he did? He, he ran over his girlfriend with a car... And then he goes over like a, few, a week or so later, and he runs over an entire Christmas parade. I mean, yeah, he just seems to. I mean, you know, the only difference is he didn't have a racial animus against his girlfriend. You just, you know, but it seems to me that if you kidnap and try to kill somebody and you go to jail, maybe your DNA should just be be on file. Maybe well, you maybe should you should never. Maybe, maybe no, you should uh, never get let. Maybe you should just not get jail. let out of jail. But that's, that's a violation of your rights to have. The, they can't keep your DNA in file. Uh, is just, that, is I'm, that true? I'm, I think there was a push for that to happen. I don't know if it did, but it was right. like it's. Because if you are more concerned about the rights of murdering nigger rapists, well, it's not the rights. It's like okay, if you have the DNA information of Negroes on file, 
is going to be way too easy to solve crimes and punish yes, them for it. Yes, that's what's really going on, yeah. So that's why they really sure. would push against like it. Like, yeah. you can't have a first step act if you have, you know, because here's the, here's the desired result, apparently. Yeah. There's no other way to take this other than, like, Eliza Fletcher being murdered. It was, like, the de- desired result of the system. That's what it engineered. That's what it lie-hopped. Well, it's, like, desired or it's just okay with it. I mean, and it's and man, it's not only Eliza Stochastic Fletcher. Stochastic lie-hop. That might be a good... Uh, oh, my God. That's, like, too fucking crazy, though. It's, like... I'm we are too fucking crazy. I'm that's what we do. about a multi-layered internet joke. Wow. Let, n- let niggers happen on purpose is to make too lowbrow. Stochastic lie hop. <laughs> Stochastic lie hop. That is, that is, uh, that is, uh, that is our tier. I'm writing it yeah. down. I'm yeah. overwriting. All right. All right. All right. Stochastic lie hop. Oh, hey, Goy. Herschel here. Are you listening to a free fag episode of The Daily Shower? Do you need a small personal loan so you can afford a paywall subscription? I may be able to help you out. For the very low price of just $10 a month, you can listen to Mike finish his talking points without annoying promotional bits like this one. Log on to therightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your white man's agency level. E-checks, money order by mail, or cryptocurrency. Support TRS's efforts in shutting down yids like me. Now I want pancakes. Oh, actually, no, there is something. There is something here. So here we go. Listen. A recently tested rape kit from a case back on September 21st, 2021, has been connected to the man charged with kidnapping and killing Eliza Fletcher. The DNA match came back the same day Fletcher's body was found behind an abandoned house in South Memphis. According to Memphis police, a sexual assault report was taken on September 21st, 2021. The sexual assault kit was submitted to the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation two days later. WREG reached out to the The TBI. TBI. <laughs> to find, I think the people we're talking about an hour one have TBI. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Traumatic brain injury. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Bring the, the bell, McNabb. That's what I was referring. I thought it was THC brain injury. <laughs> uh, it's like a recursive. Uh, it's like a recursive it's anagram. Better, it's throttle body injection. Okay. Oh. THC yeah. body injection. Right, anyway, so um, to uh, reach out to the TBI to find out why it took nearly a year before a match was made to Abstin Dash Henderson in Eliza Fletcher's case. It took less than a day to match DNA found on a sandal left behind at the scene on Central Avenue where Fletcher was abducted. So apparently they did have some some sample of this dude's DNA. They did. They were able to genetically ID him. On um, so it also shows you again the again what we've always been talking about with this case is the priorities of policing are are clearly uh, clearly relevant here. Uh, so the TBI accepts rushed DNA cases when requested by a local investigative agency, as we did in the recent Liza Fletcher case. Our scientists identified Leotha Abson as a suspect less than 18 hours after having receiving after receiving key evidence. So here's the question. How come the other rape case didn't trigger a rushed DNA request? Maybe because the lady wasn't rich? I wasn't a rich billionaire, billionaire heiress? I mean, your, look, maybe, you, maybe forgive me for, for being cynical and thinking this, but it seems to me this is a pretty reasonable deduction from the facts we have before here is that um in fact uh this this woman this other woman who was not wealthy did not not a wealthy heiress did not trigger said uh you know rush dna case and that if eliza fletcher had not been a billionaire heiress if she had instead been say allison parker who was shot in the head by ezekiel uh what's that fucking nigger's name whatever the, the rampaging nigger from the other from last week if she if she she was a working class woman who had two kids who are now orphans, 
because uh, their dad had died a few years previous, and they got to see their mother, you know, have her head blown off right in front of them. So if, if uh, you know, if, if, if that was uh, the same, if that was the person that had suffered it, then there would have been no rush DNA request. Because uh, people like Allison Parker are expected to just, you know, oh, that happens. So yeah, you know what's messed up is, is there was an Allison Parker. We've talked about her before. She was she was killed in my neck of the woods. She was a reporter, uh, yes, crazy okay. yes. nigger that was also yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that's that is crazy. I mean, all right, they're a whole, they're a wholesaler, not a retailer. Yeah, Allison Parker, I guess, is a common enough name that more than one of them can be a victim of a rampaging nigger in America. Oh, no. You want to talk about, about that. you want to talk about aberrant uh, uh, salience right there? I, I mean, Jesus this, Christ! I don't know if this is relevant, but look at this page on their website. If, if they're doing this bit, what is what, what what website are you looking at? This is her family's company. Oh uh, well, what, Allison Fletcher's family. Yeah, family? yeah, yeah. Well, you know what's you know what uh, Keith Henderson? Oh, sorry, Keith uh, Keith Alexander. Sorry, Keith Alexander told us mm-hmm. when he was on Mike and Warren is that her her uh, her father actually ran Ford Motor Company out of Tennessee because, like, they paid too high wages. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. So her father was a big union buster, yeah. But whatever. That doesn't mean she deserved to get kidnapped and raped by this nigger. But, again, I always say. No, but I'm just. niggers out of Memphis. No, we're just. Her father would have done better by doing that. But yes. we're just, uh, you know, we're illustrating, like, why the privileged, you know, why the preferential treatment, you know, like somebody else's rape kit is laying around for a year. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, here we go because we have like this. Uh, they're they're hardware. So they're middlemen. They're wholesalers, and like they, yeah. they have all these stock photos of like Burger King Kids Club working for the company. Yeah, of course. So it's like they're you know. I wonder how much they're of that, all in. I wonder how much of they how much of, of that company is owned by you know some of these big Jewish uh, yeah, uh, asset management conglomerates. Because whenever you see this is actually something else I want to talk about the rail workers strike. Mm. Some interesting facts about this. Um, so, I don't know if you guys know that there's like a potential rail worker strike on the two biggest I've rail heard about carriers, this, yeah. and if this happens, we will face yet more supply chain problems, shortages, price rises, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Is, is Dark Brandon going to stand strong? No, there? Dark Brandon is is in the tank for the companies, and I'll explain. Yeah, I'll explain. He's going to stand gonna strong happen. and break the strike. Right, and so the, at issue here is actually not money because one of the the things that's in the pack the uh, package that they're trying to offer to these workers is a, a 24% raise between 2020 and 2024, which is pretty good. However, what the workers want is these companies to actually hire more staff and to cease their what they consider to be punitive attendance policies, mm. where they essentially get a point system on absences, and once you use up those points, you, you literally, oh, it's an automatic termination. And they consider this to be coercive and unfair, mm. and people were getting terminated if they got COVID. From, mm. Yeah who work in the railroad industry. That, right. Oh, yeah. If you, if you work for North, Norfolk Southern, uh, they just own you, and your family's never going to see you. You're, and you're expected to go on call, and if you don't, then oh, you, get call, points. Okay. you get points, and then if you get enough points, you will be terminated. I, dude, I hate that on-call shit. I used to do that for when I was working private EMS. It is garbage. And so it's fucking garbage. The two main carriers here are um, BNSF and uh, Union Pacific. Okay. Uh, and they are in a dispute with like several different rail unions, and they actually the thing is the uh, so they had like the government it, the, all these suddenly like what's so funny is strike breaking companies like are not like laissez faire they use the government to enforce their side 
Like, and they always, then they bitch about, like, the, the workers right. trying to use the government on their side. It's like, no, no, the company uses and pro it just work, as much, and if pro not worker, more. And pro-worker uh, Dark Brandon is going to side with these companies. Yeah, and I'll explain why. So, basically, these attendance policies are actually relatively new. And uh, they they actually go in with, there was, we were reading yesterday about this, um, the U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade agreement, which Donald Trump signed in 2018. Uh, which is basically an update. It's like NAFTA 2.0. It's like the new NAFTA. Remember when everybody like Donald Trump? Oh, wow, let's let's cut immigration. NAFTA sucked. No, sign on the dotted line for the new NAFTA, right? And along mm-hmm. with this is a number of like uh, policies and stuff for these railroads that the government is like doing them the favor of implementing. And of course, at the same time that this happens, if you go to Union Pacific's website, you see a lot of stuff about diversity, equity, and inclusion. And then, of course, it turns out that after this U.S.-Mexico thing, this U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement, uh, BlackRock and Vanguard started acquiring large amounts of, among other hedge funds, started acquiring large amounts of Union Pacific. Now, BNSF is 100% totally owned by Warren Buffett. It is a totally owned subsidiary of Berkshire Hathaway. So Warren Buffett owns that railroad outright. Uh, They do about like one-third of the freight. Uh, across like the western two thirds of America, where, where Union Pacific does the other two thirds. Union Pacific is bigger, and uh, Vanguard has about eight percent. BlackRock has about five percent. But overall, they have eighty percent of the float. I mean, the stuff that's not reserved for like stock options for executives or whatever mm-hmm. else. You know mm-hmm. that kind of crap. So the stuff that's actually available on the market, the stock's actually available on the market. Like these big Jewish hedge funds own eighty percent of it yeah. in that company. And that's recent because they weren't touching that stuff before. Warren Buffett had the idea of buying a railroad in 2009, and it apparently did well for him. So these Jews came in to also do this with the other big railroad. And then then not only does the diversity, inclusion, and equity shit come in, also the punitive attendance policies come in. They're relatively new. They didn't used to do this. And one of the things that they're complaining about is like literally during COVID, when they were still running and operating, if somebody got COVID and they, because they were sick, they went over this point system, they were just fucking fired and there was no, no exceptions made. Mm. And you would think there should be exceptions made for this stuff. Uh, now, the companies are saying, oh, they're lying. They can get sick days and stuff. It's like, yeah, they get sick days under your punitive system. And it's like, and they're, the funny thing is they're not even demanding paid sick days. They're just demanding not to get fired for going for being sick. That is the level that they are at. And they're, they're all willing, 125,000 of them are willing to strike. And what's funny is, if this is, and then you get the government, everyone's like, oh, it's so vital, it's so vital. Yeah, it is vital, and it will cause big disruptions, and it will make everyone's life harder if they strike. So why not give them what they fucking want? Because this is America. There's no cheese at the end of the maze. Yeah, why not? Why doesn't Joe Biden go to those That's rail companies working. and be like, you give those workers what they want, like, well, this or is- we're going to fucking take over your company and give it to them ourselves? That's what the government should be doing here. Because the point is, like, how many of those work- those workers are probably white, right? Yeah, the, most of them are like white. Yeah, it's like so now, like, so, like, like, so the point big, system yeah. gets them out, and now you can yeah. throw in whatever pajits or yeah. The point system is directly. In- oh, hi guys. Here's another pre-recorded interruption, not an actual interruption. I'm just here to remind you. We need you to go ahead and pick up a subscription at therightstuff.biz/paywall. You can use money orders. You can use crypto. You can use e-checks. You can even go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can use your credit card on there to get around the Jews' uh, banishment of our banking services. That works. So you can do that until you can't. I don't know. But thanks. We'll be right back to the show now. Service of the DEI shit, guaranteed. 
uh, so they can bring them in. And, and the funny thing is Union Pacific tells – when you go and look at their, their diversity, equity, inclusion, they tell you they submitted their diversity, equity, inclusion report to the government, but they don't show you what it is. And okay. the reason they don't show you what it is uh, – I mean, unless I'm lying and you could find it elsewhere. I couldn't find it upon looking for it yesterday. Um, my theory is they don't show you what it is because uh, they don't want you to see that their workforce is still mostly white. Mostly white and male and, uh, you know, probably some white women too. But, yeah, it's, 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 a lot of it is literally white, white boomers and Xers are the people that work for these companies. And um, so, yeah, I mean, maybe you can find it there. I, I have know. a 2021 EEO report. Yeah, is that the – that might be that might be the report. This is the thing is the, the staff the staffing ratios thing is like a reoccurring issue these days because I saw there was a big nursing yeah. strike and that was one of their complaints was yes. the, the nursing ratios are getting to the point where they they're so overloaded that that's the principal <laughs> thing that has them worked up. Right, and so because of course profit maximization that right. way. Right, and, and and I'm I'm betting you that when these big hedge funds came in and acquired uh, like stakes in these companies, they probably also brought in. Like these uh, management consultants that had these new streamlined our labor force. Cause, and then there's an article yep. by the Union Pacific CEO in on the Brookings Institution from February of this year talking about the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement and talking about like streamlining labor practices and updating the labor force at his company. Like on the Brookings Institution, which is a liberal think tank. Remember, that's like a, that's like a pro-Brandon think tank. Uh, so yeah, and and so because of because Big Jew has acquired interests in these railroads and has probably been instrumental in in in, in instituting these punitive punitive attendance policies. Mm. What's funny is that they're they're sort of willing to give them a raise because it's easier to take the workers you have and pay them twenty five percent more than it is to increase your so, staff by twenty five percent. It actually costs less. It's in the end you. You make more. Yeah, I'm sure the bean counters have done the math on that one. Yes, they've absolutely done that down to the last decimal point, right? So the 2021 employer information report list that shows that about two thirds of the workers are white. Male. Right. Yeah. There you go. White male. I didn't. I didn't count the females. Good. Well, it's not even. They're probably mostly white too. Very small. Yeah. Well, you have to be like these are freight rail workers, so you figure these are people that yeah. probably have to have some some upper body strength, you know, to do their jobs. Um. Oh wow! They only have, they only have four native Hawaiian or Pacific Islander women in the company. What the they, fuck? No wonder they're in so much trouble. <laughs> the, the wonder they without those diverse perspectives. I love, I love this four. shit. What is it? These diverse perspectives. What the fuck are they? You're, how can you're they moving run, boxes around on trains. How can they run what a the rail? They how can you run a national like rail line without the fucking yeah, no, perspective you, of like a Pacific Island lady? I, she must have I, I cooked even, you like spam and hot dogs. I can't even fucking, conceive some noodles. Can't some, even conceive. How can you move how around? This, how does this work? Why would the perspectives be different? I thought everybody was we're just humans. Well, right. It depends on what we're arguing about. Depends on how much high potency THC you've been smoking. That really which, changes your perspective. It depends on, on which shit test that we're going to do. Like <laughs> if you're if you're con- like if you're concerned that somebody's going to do something different than you, then it's like, well, we're all we're all guts and blood on the inside, and it doesn't matter. But yeah, yeah. if that's still to convince you, it's like, well, how you're going to like miss out on the different things that these people think and say. And you're like, wait a minute, what if they think and say like weird things? Like, well, okay, is it native Hawaiian or Pacific Islander? Like. 
What about if I don't want the perspective of somebody that eats like live octopuses? What if I just it's irrelevant? To like I'm gonna eat a, like this freight. like like I don't like I don't need to hear from like the living octopus eaters. Like what to do about the rail freight? Well, what what could they possibly have to say? I mean, we need a bigger container filled with living octopi for me yeah, to eat. Yeah, be like, I need another loco moco. Can we like please? Uh, I need another like five hamburger patties on a bed of rice. Thank you. <laughs> Those things are actually good. To be honest with you. Listen, Hawaiian food is basically like the combination of the the worst the high school cafeteria has to offer and like the garnishes from the Chinese restaurant. Yeah, well, the, the, it's like the, a hot, the big dish is like, it's like a hot go, dog, like, like a, a hot dog, some fried eggs, and a bunch of white rice. No, it's like hamburger patties, eggs, and white rice. Why am I 500 pounds? Well, that was literally, that meal was literally <laughs> developed to give to like these Samoan construction workers in Hawaii. <laughs> because they've got a bunch of these Samoan guys that are like naturally like 800 pounds each. And so they're like, oh, here's like literally just a, just a pile of slop. I just thought like, it, eat it. I thought it was like but those things. I'll tell you what, that's a those are good. <laughs> I do like those. I thought it was like just like the mili- like really shitty like military rations from like Probably. 20th I mean, century like caught on as like good because in Hawaii like what is there like coconuts and bananas laying around? Dude, there's actually there's actually a lot of beef in Hawaii. On the Big Island, there's actually a lot of beef. Flying. Yeah, but like did we did we bring it there? Yes, white people brought it. Yes, yeah, obviously. obviously, yes, of course. But like, I always they actually like, got feral cows because some of the original people that brought that brought beef over there, yeah. like some of the cows got out. So they actually have feral cows. I was, I was thinking, like, crazy. I heard somewhere that like spam is like a huge like staple. It's basically because of American GI, whatever accent that was. Mm. They have, like just have spam all the time. So they learned to just like cook like comfy spam meals. Oh yeah, they have different like artisanal spam. Well, um, I mean it's not artisanal, but it's just like that's what they eat. Or, like they they don't look at spam like Ugh, I got to eat like they eat it every day. It's free range, <laughs> not too much. Free, free range spam. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just to me what 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 continually like America like doesn't it just doesn't even make sense in so many ways. Why in order to preserve this structure of, of Jewish capitalism whereby, like, management consultants are brought in to develop, like, these business practices that are obviously, like, dehumanizing wow. and punitive on the workers, yet filter, like, just squeeze more dollars out mm. of the company to filter it up to the investors and to the top people. And this is literally the driving purpose of American capitalism. Why is, like, the, the preserving this structure now, like, to, so that 125,000 workers simply can't get a day off? Like, that is what these companies are, are fighting for. And the rest of us, millions of people, mm. they're telling us how bad it's going to be. And I'm like, that undermines your very case. And the government job, as far as I'm concerned, ought to be telling fucking Union Pacific and Berkshire Hathaway that owns BNSF, give the workers what they want or else we're taking your company. I think it's just Done. take the company. Just take the company. We actually don't trust you. We're taking it. Just, yeah, just take it. Railroad system is ours. Every now. Like, just take every company, America. It's a government show. But not, yeah. Don't give the Joe Biden. No, give it like give it to us. Yeah, NJP will run it. NJP will run the country and every company in it. Yeah, until things get back on their feet. No, that's no, fine. Plus, the thing the thing is, I, I know that these railway lines are actually quite profitable compared to other railroad systems around the world. Like, They've been these making freight lines like money, highly profitable. They ever since they instituted these practices that these workers are now complaining about, their profits have gone up. And it coincides with the acquisition of, of, of stock in these companies by the big Jewish asset management firms. And it, it coincides with the labor unrest that has started as a result of these policies. All of it, all of it goes together. And uh, you kind of have to piece this together as you read about it. 
Um, and of course, that also explains why Joe Biden, who signals like he's a big supporter of unions and organized labor, comes in. And so what the New York Times was saying yesterday is that like the government intervenes in these negotiations and they, they mandated a 30 day like cooling off period, which ends Friday. But they then also put forward their recommendation for the dispute resolution. And now their recommendation is just what the companies want. <laughs> It literally, it literally is like it's, and it's, it's like it's literally just what the company. So what the fuck? Like no concessions at all. And what's so bad about just like not firing people for missing a day because they're sick? I mean, it, that's some that's fucking unbelievable. You're already monopolizing these people's time. What is the union gonna do? What's the union for? Like there's a pandemic. Like everybody all around the country is getting these like mandatory 14 day quarantine orders when the, if they're sick. You're telling me like that's grounds to fire somebody. Yeah, I would need to look into whether that that or not. It seems, but it does seem that, but that's not in place anymore. No, no. So what they are complaining about is the and and again, like some of these people are in the work they're doing is going to they're going to develop certain possibly health conditions because of it, and they need to go see doctors. And like it's just the whole thing is just like whatever. It's just also even if the even if like the workers are somewhat bullshitting, I still don't care. Like still give them, still get rid of your points. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not team like, corporation yeah. in any nah, sense that. of the word. Like, I don't that. care. I don't like, care. Loot them all. Like stop. Like yeah. stop telling me you want to tax the rich for their fair share and like let stuff like this happen. Yeah. <laughs> like because yeah. you're never going to tax anybody, and here they're not even. They're not even going to. And there's not directly affect their earnings. And, and because of the the sort of wokeness and stuff, and this is another wokeness. here's another opening that the Democrats are leaving for Republicans who are supposedly signaling as populists to turn around their image and jump in on a winning issue, and they're not going to do it. And they're going to side with big corporate because that's just what they do, as always. As always, they always will do it. The the interesting thing is that that Democrats, uh, because of all like the gay the gay shit, the the woke shit, the anti white stuff. Because they're so entranced by that, like the... Hey everybody, Jordan Peterson here. I wrote a book about 12 rules for how to live your life. And I have a 13th rule for you. Subscribe to TRS. Go to therightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your needs. The the number of leftist uh, intellectuals and discourse people, uh, discourse creating people on the left that talk about this, they're, they're all, they don't care anymore. I mean, all you have to do is talk about these workers being white, and these people are like, oh, oh, in that case, yeah, like, I hope that the the woke, pro-gay, pro-black big corporation uh, destroys them. You know, and, and so there's very few people. Probably, probably like Chris Hedges is probably the only guy on the left that's actually saying, like, give these workers something, you know. So, yeah, it's just like, yeah. But uh, so if they strike, yeah. you know, I, you know, I'm kind of wondering what's going to happen. Is there, are they going to are they going to read the riot act or something? And bring in the fucking national guard, force them back to work? I don't know. Who knows? I I don't know where with the strike right now. I, I saw something about it like two days ago. It might come to some like last minute resolution. Um, but I hope well, we the got- workers don't have to. I don't know they don't have to eat shit on this attendance because it wasn't even the money. They were, and they've been saying like, dude, it's not. Right. It's not even. It's literally that we cannot. That's what live the nurses are saying too. They're yeah. saying staffing shortages are yeah. the big factor there. And then of course, just having your life become uh, corporate slavery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not really a lot of uh, stuff on the top pages about this right now. No. Oh, 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 Ukraine, victory around the corner. Sure thing. Okay, I'd like no, to solve the puzzle. Freight. I'm solving the puzzle. There okay. we go. 
Okay, this is interesting. Republicans scramble for leverage as Biden seeks to avert rail strike. What leverage can they get, though? Supply chain disruptions from crops to water to energy could be devastating if freight rail unions strike as soon as Friday. Um, kind of interesting what they're what they're saying. Um, Republicans say they would push the Senate to vote on imposing a settlement, a stance backed by business groups such as the U.S. Chamber. Okay. So yeah, so the Republicans are just like saying, like, yeah, let's just have a vote and make the workers submit through government force to the the, the companies. What kind of think about the level of subsidy? Is that's not a laissez-faire attitude to business? It sounds to me a lot like socialism for the company. Mm-hmm. Well, see, the government's when, job is well, guarantee on. you when, a low-cost workforce. When yeah. the government intervenes in the market to make corporations richer and more prosperous, that's, that's, that's yeah. not socialism. Right. That's it's only socialism. Well, like uh, if the government intervened, <laughs> if the government intervened to make sure these companies have better working conditions and pay for the work, that's socialism. Well, they're now they're not allowing gonna, companies. They're now they're telling companies how to run their business. I'm going to blow your mind. Oh fuck! Wait, I don't. We don't have any weed, do we? Can we oh. get? We need to get some high potency THC products, and then this is really important. Well, is this mid? I don't want to. I don't want to be schizo. Oh, yeah. I just want to yeah. have my mind blown. All right, all right. I don't want it scrambled and ruined. Right, right. So <laughs> capitalism. Oh fuck! Capitalism is just socialism for big corporations. I was going to say it's just socialism on oh, weed. Wow. I've never heard that one before. Capitalism is socialism on weed. <laughs> that, or socialism that is capitalism on weed. That should just be the show description. <laughs> just let people, just people chew on that. Really get those, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like psychotic socialism or something. It's like instead of helping workers, we help big giant corporations. Socialism on weed. I'm going to call this section It's like socialism trains. that has a psychotic break. It's like. Yeah. So, uh, you know what's really strange to me right now? Because I occasionally I'll see this stuff in headlines. We talk about the January sixth shit. It's, it's the, the, the applying like uh, trying to get people to feel sympathetic towards cops all of a sudden. Well, this police officer he was crushed in a door frame by one of these evil rioters. Look at this poor cop. Don't you feel sorry for him? I'm well, like, I feel what, sorry for him. We feel of, sorry for me. This is kind of strange that you're trying to invoke public sympathy for police all of a sudden just because uh, you want to go after these these white people that had a little protest in the Capitol. Okay, see, I think I've identified another part of the problem here. Freight railroads are suspending some kinds of service to ensure that sensitive and hazardous materials such as chlorine for drinking water aren't stranded in mid-journey. So they're putting chlorine in the water. So what? So and then yet they're arresting the vaccine police. Yeah, but yeah, I was going to say, doesn't the chlorine get rid of the? Uh, yeah, the, yeah. So here the we have the government. Stuff, these. The so this is why right wingers love the rail companies because they're trying wow. to deliver chlorinated water to get rid of your vaccine spike protein on a, like a mass basis. I'm just trying to know that's a sarcasm. Just in case you didn't get it. Like no, that. I was busy like wondering why I'm receiving customer service inquiries for the NJP website. Just don't worry about it right now. Stop doing Pajit work while we're doing the show. Do it Sorry, later. I just I saw it. I know. I you clicked on to it. Stop. You gotta stop. 
It's not helpful. It's because it's just causing. It's going to cause you like it's like it's like a, it's going to cause you the same symptoms of smoking high potency THC. Yeah, I'm just going to get anxiety. I'm anxiety. I'm paranoid. Right. I'm worried that my life is about to crash and burn into nothing. <laughs> Yeah, because I know what's going to happen is I'm going to end up being an administrator of that website, so I can address these concerns. Yes, we're going to have to figure it out. You're getting me higher. Thank you. <laughs> like now, I'll have both jobs. How much does it pay? Uh, the same. Ah, fuck. Two jobs, one co- one uh, one check. So we'll get to the bottom of it. Yeah. I'll- so the Republicans' only only stance here is the Democrats are being too indecisive in letting these negotiations drag on the government should have voted to impose the arbitrate the government's arbitration proposal which is basically what the company's demands were um already that's their solution not address the concerns over uh staffing and hours and punitive uh, attendance policy at all just just like well i mean you have like twenty two thousand white people you need to like cycle out of there right. but also do you have uh, of course like, like sl- sl- small government hands-off uh, business approach. Uh, Republicans are just saying no. Let's um, let's just use the force force of the state to impose a labor agreement here. Yeah, you know, something that should be a product of the market. We'll just we'll just do, we'll just yeah. In their in their ideology, it should be a product of the market, like the ideology they sell to you. But when it comes to their real patrons, well, now they're like, no, we're going to impose a state a state state force for the solution that we want. Mm. So yeah, there you go. Um, well, you shouldn't be in a union. You know, that just puts a hard cap on what your earning potential is. It's, uh, it's right, terrible. Because, because everybody's, the upper mobility right now is just sky high. I mean, all the, all the, all that the, uh, tra- the train workers, the rail workers union is doing, it's making it so that it's impossible for you to become a self-made, bootstrapped, independent, like, uh, railway, like, contractor. Like, you have no, you have no bargaining power individually because you're being held down by the, average rail worker there they're paying you just like you're just like anybody else you don't have the ability to just walk into uh union pacific and be like here are my terms hire me because i'm this great rail worker and they're just like no you take the you take yeah. the union wage the other thing that- you worthless interchangeable nothing they don't realize the they don't realize your individuality either because they're not republicans they're run by socialists the other thing so. that pisses me off about the Republican Party's stances on this stuff and is the fact that they, you know, they, they do have the, the, the majority of white people vote for them. The hmm. majority of voting whites vote Republican. And there are a lot of people that take cues from them for their political ideology and viewpoints. And they take these kinds of stances and they basically poison white people against each other. Oh, yeah. When people should be supporting the rail workers, they should be supporting their, their basic demand. They're not like outlandish demands. They're even willing to forego the raise for the better conditions. It's not outlandish. And any person, when you actually understand the conflict, you can you can sympathize with why they want this. But it, now, but because of the way the Republicans talk about this, it's all going to be like, you stupid commie unions trying to disrupt our fucking problems. Just shut them down, you know. And that's what's gonna. That's what you're gonna get from like brain dead right wingers when like when those people, those brain dead right wingers, are probably in many, much a similar situation themselves. So this just this you know, the railway doesn't exist just to provide you with a job. I'm but, doing my Rush Limbaugh voice now. Okay, but the I railway mean, exists to move goods back and forth and turn a profit doing so. Right, but you, if you're a worker, you should be, you no. should feel so lucky as to be employed by such a steady, vital business in the United States of America. And who are you to demand better well, the funny wages? Thing is, that argument 
from the perspective of the rail worker, no, that does that company does exist to provide you with a job. And there's no reason for you to have a, a different people perspective. Are why should you? Books. Why? Why is the worker expected? I would say to the CEO, you know, your your job, you're not here to make money from moving good uh, goods and services. You're here to provide me with a paycheck. Oh, oh, oh! You don't like interruptions. Well, this is a different kind of an interruption. This is a pre-recorded interruption to remind you that you wouldn't be hearing this interruption if you would actually pony up, support our work here at TRS, and buy a subscription to the show. It's only ten dollars a month. Uh, un- un- unless you're using like e-checks, then there's some extra fees because that e-checks fucking suck. Don't use those. The point is, we need your support. You can't use credit cards anymore. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but we still need you to help us out. And if you're enjoying the content, uh, these silly commercials will go away. We won't bother you anymore if you just do. So go to the right stuff. Biz slash paywall. Uh, make an order. You can use e-checks. You can mail in a money order. You can use. A bunch of different cryptocurrencies, all which suck and are annoying, but we'll get it figured out. Or you can go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's Other Tone Stream, and you can uh, give me a donation there and send me a screenshot of the transaction. We'll get you figured out. So, yeah. I guess any second now we'll go back to the show. I don't know when because I don't want these to be quick and predictable so that you can't just skip through them to make them go away. So this one's going to be a little extra long. But yeah, you need a subscription. You need a subscription. You know, like that's that's like so why why should the worker accept that interpretation of the railway doesn't exist to provide you with a job, it exists to do this. Well, it's when, just like when you can't just reverse it and say, No, 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 no. As someone who's an employee of this company, this company, the entire infrastructure and this CEO exists to provide me with my check. Well, because you being and, a lawyer, and you he needs to agree with that. You don't have you don't have a you don't have a voice in that dispute. Because this is the thing; these are things that are easy to say when you're not a rail worker, or, or just when you're not up against these kind of right. disputes. If right? you're not the person involved, it's like then you can just like, well, what do these people think they are? Yeah, well, it's like, I mean, but again, you, you, know, can always, like, you can always turn that. You can always do. I know you always can, but Django you just don't, with it, right? They never but, do. They yeah. just they take. I do because yes, I enjoy it. I enjoy yeah. doing it. Mm. It's fun. I find it fun. I mean, aren't you interested in your company being known as being a place that's good to work for? Well, they seem to because they they pretend like it is on their uh, on in their materials. Well, I just want my dildos to get developed. <laughs> in their publicity you know? materials, they pretend like it's a great place like, to work. And everyone's dildo, getting along. Put the dildos on the train and bring them to the Amazon warehouse <laughs> so I can have them in forty eight hours. Like that's all. And I don't care. Like the inflation, <laughs> the inflation, inflation. Look, is, I want those dildos and high potency THC yeah. products delivered stat. So you better get back to work. And inflation, <laughs> inflation is like making the prices on those things ridiculous. But no rail work. You can't have a higher paycheck. You just have to eat the inflation. They're actually so it's like every corporation is totally okay with just being a human meat grinder. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's basically that's where we're at. I mean, that's the ethic of it. And if you don't have that, oh, ethic, if you're you gonna... don't like being a human meat grinder, we'll go to the meat grinder over there. Just fuck you. But that's... apparently, the government agrees too. Yeah. This is the expected. This is the expected <laughs> business ethic. It's a, yeah. it's a meat grinder. Yeah. And the if people, you don't the people who ground, work there are numbers. Look, look, they're the, pointless. This, this company doesn't exist to not grind you into meat. Like right. that. Like <laughs> you, you have to understand that you have to accept that as an operating principle. You know, like, and, and who are you to, to object? Like, look at all these I, beneficent things these people have bestowed upon you. I hear this all the time from people, which is like, you know, I just I don't feel valued by my company. And it made me think of the one time I worked for a company that would give you a Thanksgiving turkey. Ooh. Remember that? That was a thing they used that. to do. I used to I get used mad to get when companies would try and give me holidays. food instead of money. <laughs> <laughs> like I would, <laughs> I would get kind of pissed. No, I mean yeah. I liked holiday parties because no, I just like parties. 
and and like I like just having fun with people, so that's cool. But like when they would tell me like we had pizza on Fridays and bagels every morning, I'd be like, "Fuck you, give me more money. I'll, I'll buy my own pizza." Yeah, like, right. You know, <laughs> and I won't buy bagels because bagels suck. Beef jerky and <laughs> something else low carb. <laughs> just buy whatever I want. It's my choice. Give me money. I don't want you fucking bagels. It's an insult. Mm. Plus, they all get stale by the time it's by the time I roll into work. They're stale anyway. <laughs> I'm I'm rolling in at 10 a.m. Like these bales are gone by then. Doesn't help me any. <laughs> did you Did you know there was a time in America, and there was an expectation that you would you would get a career and you'd stay in the same job and you retire from that job and collect a pension? Oh well, I don't want to be walking into the same cubicle for the next 50 years. Yes, that that's a death. Yeah, sentence. you want to have gig. You want to have I want to like, gig work because it's more exciting. I want to go visit the glory halls at the. Yeah, you know, I want the career excitement of constant of constant anxiety uh, from just never ending uh, gig work. Yeah. I can't stand yeah. the I can't stand the idea of a non precarious like stable existence as a family man for the next fifty years. That sounds horrible. I need to go watch more Marvel films and find an f- exciting, fulfilling life without God. Hmm. Or without what, any saw, without any I, traditionally I rewarding activities, right? That's <laughs> it made me wish that. What, did you watch God, the Thor movie? Destroy Marvel. Hmm? Did you watch the Thor yeah. movie? Why? I watched because the I needed something the in the background that, that that wouldn't be completely offensive to my children. Well, you chose wrong. Yeah, really. You chose poorly. <laughs> so so fucking stale. Oh, you want to? Oh, the kids so were around. Stale. Okay, I get it. The kids were around. Okay, and talk That's... about tone problems. Oh my god. Oh, the, these it's, movies are the worst with like the stupid quipping it's not and awful even jokes like, and shit. Yeah, it's super woke and it's like offensive in that regard. It's just meaty. It's just mediocre. Bad, yeah. The mediocrity is just... yeah. It's just like the the low effort, yeah. like awful, like oh but action scene, was, uh, quip react, action scene, quip react. So Shut the fuck was, up. I was just thinking. There was one good thing about it. There's okay. one good thing about that movie. It ended. Christian Bale was in it, and he was having <laughs> the time of his life. You could tell that Christian Bale was enjoying himself. That was probably this movie sucks, and I'm just gonna like I'm do an wrong. ironic performance. It's like I got to play a villain, and I'm gonna have fun with it. I'm no longer Batman. Yeah. Who did he play? Was he Loki or something like that? Who was he playing? No, he played Gore. G O R R. Al Gore. That'd be funny if the bad 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 guy in like the new like Avengers movie was like Al Gore. That I don't know. That would just be that would actually be funny. It's Man Bear Pig. Yeah. Look, the line is going up. <laughs> like the temperature, Florida is gonna like it's like if he's like talking about Florida being underwater, but it's actually a super villain plan, not like a. We not, are gonna think we are Florida. gonna think Florida. It's like actually just that just, way. I can never lose another it, election. It, it, it's like he. It's like a super villain plan, like Lex Luthor in like the, the Superman movie, rather than like just global warming. Florida couldn't decide my defeat if it was underwater. I bought a bunch of beachfront. I bought a bunch of property cheap. It's gonna be beachfront property. That was Lex Luthor's plan. Yeah, right. <laughs> But, yeah. Um, fuck, what was I just gonna? Oh, comic books. I was just thinking. I was wearing that stupid T-shirt I got yesterday. I don't know if it's it's like a collab. It's like there's the Iron Maiden mascot and then like an old drawing of Wolverine next to it. Okay. And I was looking at the old. It was an oh, it was an old school like '80s drawing of Wolverine where he looks kind of ratty. And I remember thinking like, man, remember when like nobody liked that stuff? Remember when this was just for like weird people? Like yeah, when you dorks. were like a nerd, if you were into Wolverine, and now it's just like yeah. this is just everybody's like into yeah. these. Com- I'm like, I don't even know why I have this shirt. It was kind of a stupid thing, but 
I like I you know when I was a kid I really liked the old Wolverine. So yeah, yeah, whatever. I, I love Wolverine. Wolverine wearing the shirt. Kid, so it's, it's like uh, it's a, there's there's another movie related thing I'm gonna tell you to ruin your day. No, no. There's there's a new movie out. It's Clerks Three. Clerks Three. And they're doing a meta thing of nostalgia about the first Clerks movie. You know what in I this did movie. the other day? Oh, I thought they were going to be doing like <laughs> suffering from a punitive uh, <laughs> attendance policy and speaking high of, potency speaking of, clerk, speaking of Clerks, <laughs> clerks the other, 3. Yeah, the other day, my wife was like, I'm going to the store. And I'm like, try not to blow anybody and I went to the parking lot. <laughs> she was so mad. <laughs> she didn't remember the lot. That's, yeah, that, that, that's quite the callback. That's that's quite the callback. That's, 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 that's actually funny. Dante, not even You're supposed like, to be here today. You know, try not to blow anybody on your way out the parking lot. That shit like killed me when I was a kid, man. That shit was so fucking funny. Every other movie that guy did suck, but that one was funny. That's a, just a good one. Jane Silent Bob is just right, the, the dumbest problem, thing. The problem ever. is, it's been thirty years, and yeah. we're doing a third Clerks movie, and we don't need to do that. Yeah, well, Kevin Smith is also he's also into like all the comic book stuff. He's just an sure. awful. Wait, what? Mike was going to say what? Did we all miss that? Is that because this is the free fag edition? Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. Person. He's, he's just terrible. A he's a, he's a, he, I've always thought that guy was If you ever want to just like throw up, just go to his Twitter and just read, just like check oh, out his God. online. It's, it's like the libtardedness. It is just, he's aggressively compliant, which is funny because when he came up, like what he was doing was supposedly like rebellious and yeah, subversive. Rebellious like, with he was an outsider. Money like behind him, like yeah. he's an outsider filmmaker, like a, a rogue. And it's like, no, you're just fucking, that was all you are complete mainstream. Part of their fucking thing. Yeah. He might have been like a like a surprise, like oh wow, this here, here's a guy who's got some talent and is really into neoliberalism. Okay, we can go, we can work with that. Might as well throw some money at him. But like at this point, and of course he had the idea of like like main. He was part of the mainstreaming of this Jewish uh, comic book culture. Oh, he, like was, he was a huge part of it. Like putting did, in all of his movies and stuff. Was yeah. it chasing Amy? Where they had like the opening? It was like a scene towards the beginning where they were talking about. Like he had like Chris Rock yelling about how Darth Vader represents like niggers and inside every big strong black man is just a wrinkled up old like scared white man and like this was a comment well, like like he was like they was doing it was like this bit they were doing. But remember, Mallrats came out was that, before that. Was and, it in Mallrats? The guy was like obsessed with the Incredible Hulk, and then Stan Lee yeah, comes and like yes. him at the end of the movie. That was even before Chasing Amy. But like they had, they so did he a, made, he they did another movie stuff. where like Mark Hamill showed up and was like yeah. using a lightsaber. Is like they really yeah. pioneered this like he was, Star Wars no, revival. He, Kevin Smith was a big t- yeah. big part of like mainstreaming all this yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. And, and of course, the funny about Mallrats is a dude that's into comic books and takes like sage advice from Stan Lee, like actually gets pussy. <laughs> like you know, you know, what I'm saying? he's got like a hot ass girlfriend, right? <laughs> what was that? that she was the, the broad from Nine Hundred Two One Zero, right? The one with the tiny voice, mm. I don't big tits. Whatever. Oh, the one Nine Hundred Two One Zero. The, the uh, yeah, I think so I can't remember. There's been a Shannon Darty. Yeah, I think that was his girlfriend. So this dude is banging like top tier trim while reading like Incredible Hulk. Uh, comic books it's like yeah i doubt it <laughs> i doubt it <laughs> this said top tier you, you look you know i'm trying to talk like yeah, a New York scumbag. Just, just say, I, haven't, I haven't heard somebody say trim in a hot minute hey look look i'm, I'm trying to go back to my like, new jersey scumbag days right like that's there, you know there's a movie where john travolta refers to it as a piece of patch <laughs> I remember that being the most uncomfortable, <laughs> unfunny thing I ever heard. I, I think it's funny. Did it all for a piece of patch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah! What 
What movie is that? Oh. The Swordfish? No, it was some <laughs> stupid thing that had to do with uh, as a woman like on West Point gets raped like in Basic or something. I can't remember what it's called. Mm. Oh, it's the general's daughter because it was the general's daughter that got raped. That was the name of the movie. I believe that's the movie where he says that. Let's see if I'm right. The generals. Yeah. So the Shannon Doherty was this dude. Oh my god. Daughter. She does not look. She's not top tier trim anymore. Wow. Yep. General's daughter. 1999. 1999. John Travolta. Yep. Piece of patch. Piece of patch. <laughs> like having this fag say that too. It's like. Yeah. Like homosexual actor tries to sound like. <laughs> oh my god. Manly. <laughs> so there's another Kevin Smith movie. Called uh, Twilight of the Mall Rats. It's in pre-production right now. So they're bringing all so this. It's just no, like, no, you need to stop. So nostalgia for nostalgia, man. It's just going to continue. It's time to stop. It is time to stop. He should just start doing like Kevin Smith special editions. Like just go back and like alter your films with like extra CGI, like George Lucas. That should be his. Uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, yeah, he's all no, skinny I, I and creepy reading, now. I was yeah. reading a review, uh, and they were comparing him to George Lucas. Like he's a George Lucas of his own universe. Kevin Smith. And now he's doing George Lucas style stuff. This is so sad. It's amazing how skinny he is now. He was yeah. so fat. That, that doesn't that doesn't work though. Like if you're known for being fat, I know. You can't be like lose Simon Bob. Weight. He's just skinny just... Bob now. Jin, what's his name? Uh, Gillette, Paulette, Pendulette. Fuck, Pendulette. Yeah, Pendulette. There you go, Pendulette. Man. I got the schizophrenia. Yeah, he in my got brain skinny now. and it became like weird. Did he? Yeah. I've never seen that. I think he slimmed yeah, he down. He got super yeah. skinny, and that's. Well, I haven't checked him out because like his. Looking. I think he did. I think he went on a strictly mm-hmm. cocaine diet. Well, his opinions are like his opinions are like haven't been relevant for fifteen years. So yeah, he's still doing like, the edgy. He like, was like, I remember he was exciting. Like he was part of the libertarian moment. Yeah. It's like, hey, we got a guy in Hollywood here. We got a guy in the in the mainstream. We got it's like, oh, yeah. oh. He's not Jewish. I don't. I used to think he was, but I don't. I don't think he is. I have he just, no he idea. just likes their memes. I guess. I don't know. Well, the only a, way this works is if you put on a bunch of muscle, because that's what that guy in American History X did when he lost all the weight. He lost a bunch of weight, oh, and yeah. he started Oh, my God, yeah, he looks out. so weird, skinny. Look at him. He just looks like an old nerd. He just looks like an old yeah. nerd. He doesn't look like himself well, at all. He's old, so he got skinny, so like all the yeah. neck skin just like yeah, is still there. Yeah. Now it's like empty. It's like empty neck skin. You need to get that like cut off. Yeah, so his mother was a secretary and his father was a prison guard. So yeah, he's not a Jew. With with a with a biography, I've never heard it alleged that he was a Jew. Yeah, some people did. Well, he has the curly hair and he's got the 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 edgy libertarianism opinions. So there's like Jewish aspects, but he's not Jewish. He's like funny man. Okay, funny man. Yeah, funny man. Kevin Smith not being Jewish is is funny. He's like the particular style, like like they're well, kind of. You know what it is? It makes sense. Like he's the Shabbos goy. Like yeah, he he's is the ultimate. Shabbos. He basically learned from all his Jewish masters, like what like cultural yeah. things to embody, and he just like that, he just that's did it. He that's, just what's, right well, that's what this entire generation. Yeah. That's why content is so bad and everything is so horrible. Is because the people that grew up loving this stuff and looking to it for like lessons in. Well, people who were creative, like they're now in charge of it. People who were creative it. were yeah. getting the signals, like yeah. create this kind of stuff, and then you get rewards. And there well, you go. he is sort of the platonic form of a schlub, right? Yeah. Well, that was like the that was like the thing that they were putting forward. But um, you know, Stephen Molyneux said this thing once, which is sort of mm. funny, uh, which you wasn't wasn't entirely wrong. Where you he want was to use like thirty years, he's like these people against me. 
And he was talking about specifically <laughs> Seth Rogen and who's that other guy that he does all the movies with, the other Jew? Paul Rudd? Or the no, fat one? No, no, uh, the one. The fat one. <laughs> the, no, 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 the, the skinny Jew. one, the skinny one. Uh, Jane, like, he played, he was, um... He, Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd, no? No, no, no. The other one that Seth Rogen does movies with, they do weed movies, uh, <laughs> Pineapple Express, was the, um, you know who he is. Uh, I forget him. He was Harry Osborn. What the fuck? Oh, oh, Franco. Yes. Okay. James uh, Franco. So he was talking oh, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. there was a period in like the aughts when those two were making a bunch of movies together. Yeah. And they made Pineapple Express and all these other. It's like, look at us, weed. And, and, and Seven Monu was criticizing them because he's like, they put forward. This this like slacker don't yeah. don't do anything lazy attitude, yep. but yet they are constantly like hustling and making new movies and getting a lot of work done and making well, a ton of money, and yet they're telling you it's called making it look easy. They're telling you to uh, to be a slacker. He's like that seems kind of dishonest to me. And then the thing is like, well, Stefan, they're Jewish. It's, <laughs> it sounds it sounds almost like don't compete with us. Yes, yeah, it's like allow me to compete. Yeah. And, and and enjoy the vicariousness of like the funny things and exciting funny things happening to schlubby stoners in movies we will present to you, which you will never have any of these adventures. This is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You'll just sit on your couch. And smoke you know your high pot. But if you were, you would spontaneously have nowhere have what it takes to be the hero of the story. Right. You that's generally what happens. Like, it's like it's like slacker pothead is put in like impossible situation yeah. and comes out on top because of plucky pothead energy. Well, you could do like a reinterpretation <laughs> of of Pineapple <laughs> Express where it's just somebody like a, a slacker pothead just has a psychotic break because of all the cannabis. That's true. And None of that he thinks happens. he's like massacring people with machine gun fire. Yeah. <laughs> is that what happened at the end? They're just like blowing people away. Is that what happened? I haven't they seen that. They got so, so bad in the end. They got involved in some drug war and like Seth Rogen's like, did I just kill like ten people with a machine gun? So ironic. I'm just like, dude, this movie is fucking trash, dude. I kind of yeah. want, like, as like a study, like, go back through some of those stoner comments, but I just don't think it's... Like, <laughs> I was thinking... So intolerable, though. So intolerable. Uh, like, so, I, on, uh, trending on Twitter a few months ago, I think I might have looked at it while we were on the show, like, the McLovin fake ID was trending mm-hmm. because... Yeah. I don't remember what the significance of the date was, whether it was, like, McLovin... Was it 9-11 was related? No, it's McLovin related. <laughs> but like people, so people were using it to like, promote the film, now. and I'm like, wow, that film was old. I wonder, and I remember really laughing at that a lot. I wonder, like that in like American Pie, that shit was so Jewish. Like if I would find any of that funny anymore. I wonder if I can get. Like, I if I could some, even get through it. I wonder if I could find some aberrant salience with like 9/11 and that stuff. Probably. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, those are all post post 9/11. Right? American Pie is after 9 11, wasn't it? Uh, no, it's not. It's all older. McLovin was that. What I, mean, I don't remember what the McLovin movie is called. I just think of it as the McLovin I movie. Thought, what the hell wasn't was it called? It, wasn't it American Pie? No, American Pie is uh, uh, the, that other Actually, Jewish yeah, kid. Yeah, 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 that kid, yeah. It's, yeah what, what? This was a different. What the hell was it called? I don't remember what McLovin is called. It's what just, was the movie? It's like one of those like coming of age high school movies that they made a million different. Super bad. That yeah, super bad. Movie, like yeah. drink a lot, smoke weed, to try to have up. sex, feel really weird pressure about having not had sex yet, even oh, though yeah, you're only yeah, seventeen. Yeah. And of course, everyone in the movie is Jewish. And like if you're and if you're not having sex, you're a weirdo. Like if you're not just like completely like trampling all over God's will for you yeah. with your genitalia, then you're a weirdo. Because this is a Jew. What was the non-fat guy country. in that movie? 
McLovin? Other, no, no, no. The other, the nerdy, the guy who was actually the main character. Wasn't Jonah Hill the main character? Yes, the no, he would, no, he was the main character's bud, and then he, the main character was like a skinny nerd, and he had a fat nerd friend that was always fucking things up. He was always trying to get pussy. Oh, that's that's the guy from that stupid show with Jason Bateman. Right. I don't remember his name. Anyway. Uh, Oh God, Evan Goldberg. He's uh, the one that sings like they go to that Michael Sarah. Yeah, he's also Jewish. Oh, Bill. Ah, yes, Michael Sarah. They go to that uh, frat party. He's got this, he sings these eyes. An, ador- an adorable, song. adorable little Emma Stone. I used to love Emma Stone. Yes. There's, there's like this fucking uh, ironic fan club for Michael Sarah. Yeah, there is, and there's like no reason for it to exist because the guy's completely mediocre. Okay, Sarah. Good. But it's also not worth it. The joke is not even worth it because it's like about Michael Sarah. Whatever. But I can still Michael put Sarah it in the Michael is not Jewish. Oh, he's not. I was wrong. Okay, I'm sorry. No, he looks, cause he looks like that actor You just that assume is Jewish. he's Jewish because of the type of Because he's interchangeable he's in. with Jesse Eisenberg, who is yeah. Jewish. Yeah. That's the problem. And he's very, like, you know, nebbish. Yes. Yeah. Very nebbish and annoying. He he is a Euro mutt. He's like, let's see, mm. Italian. Mm. Sicilian Italian, so I guess that makes him a Melungeon. Uh, Irish, <laughs> Dutch, Scottish, and English. Judd Apatow, that's the director who wrote all yeah, these things. Well, he's, the pro- he's listed as producer. I don't know the director is. He's Jewish, right? But he had a big he had a big minute where like he was making a ton of movies. He was like the new. Uh, yeah, it's funny. All, like a lot of these. He was like the, was like like he was like the new. He was like the new John Hughes. Like he made all these like. All these really like it was all these movies about how like ugly and shitty your like degraded American society can be. Like what was it like? Uh, Forty-year-old virgin. It's yeah. like wow. Well, it's like everything. Yeah. Everything is about sexual dysfunction. Yeah, there, there was. was there then was there like was the one where Seth Rogen like gets the girl pregnant on a one-night stand. Uh, that was supposed to be real. These are all supposed to be in like the shitty Jew comedy like cinematic universe. Like yes, there there's their like own the, like Shermer, Illinois. There's like the weed, there's like Jewish Tel Aviv, weed Illinois cinematic universe yeah. that, that is like all of these directors go into. Yeah, yeah. forty-year-old virgin knocked up funny people. This is forty. I've never seen Trainwreck. So they're all the, all of these movies are about. Losers, like it's all about like white losers. Oh, he produced Freaks and, and Geeks, and essentially, uh, well, that was, that was a super Jewish. Show. Oh, that show was, and that's super all the Jewish. same, like all the same cast, like same all cast, those people Seth are, Rogen, James Franco, all just all nihilistic. Just yeah. all nihilistic. Yep. Everybody is dreaming of getting out of their shit end town to be some kind of fucking entertainment star. In or Freaks some and kind Geeks, of, yeah, there's a scene in oh. one of the episodes in Freaks and Geeks where they're having like a house party. Like, I guess, like, the kids' parents are away. I don't even remember all that. The kids' parents are away, and they're having a house party, and there's a scene where in the kitchen during this house party, of course, they don't want to have it. The parents are going to come back. They're getting in trouble, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, a black, there's, like, a black suddenly shows up. There's like almost no black people in the show. Suddenly there's a black, and he, he and the it Jew. East, there was a black? Yeah, there was a black kid, and there's one scene that shows up at this house party, and he's arguing with the Jew over who's more oppressed in the kitchen. I, I want to find that scene. It's it's pretty funny. It's not actually funny, it's, but it's just like I went like upon. Wow, seeing I, don't, I don't think that, I've ever seen that episode. Yeah, no, it's stuck in my mind. You might have, and you just didn't think anything of it because you were you were so used to the the Judaism level of this stuff. But um, oh, he, wow, he I bet you I can find it. There's movies I didn't know he's involved with: Cable Guy, Anchorman, Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights is a really annoying, shitty movie. It's like, let's just fucking take a fucking big backhand to the hicks of this country that enjoy something as silly and frivolous as racing cars around a track. How terrible. Fuck those people. 
Well, it is a circle track. Well, we've got to have. Uh, oh, speaking of which, Alex, to go I watched like a forty-five minute. I've got a ways to go. Me and the kids started watching Ford versus Ferrari. That was a pretty good movie so far. Well, I, should, I need to sit down and actually watch that. That's relevant to my interest. I just looking at the car, and it's very loud. Okay, so here we go. Um, so, uh, so of course, of course, there's an article about it in the Atlantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and they the mentioned they mentioned the scene. Well, or it says, like, uh, fake Vivula remembers the casting project, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so he goes through this appetite. Blah, blah, blah. He just nailed it so hardcore. It's fairly obvious that Levine, who ended his taped audition <laughs> with a William Shatner impression, was Neil, whose sense of humor seems stolen from my own childhood. I'm Jewish. That's no cakewalk either, he tells an African-American classmate during a house party scene. Last year, I was elected school treasurer, and I didn't even run. <laughs> That's really funny. Wow. Wow, you're really oppressed, man. Wee. <laughs> Wee. That's, actually, that's actually pretty funny. It's like it's like I'm I'm so oppressed that I just I don't do any work and I just get power. <laughs> and I, that's because I'm oppressed. <laughs> that's because I'm an oppressed person that I this happens to me. The old the big old the old failing up. I just yeah, somehow because of my oppression of not being allowed to work with hoe and plow. I just get money. I just get. I'm just given money. And then I, I then I, I, acquire, yeah. I acquire a film studio from person who defaults on loan. It's like that. Now the, I'm the, now I'm in movie. Hands Call off back. that shovel, Jew! <laughs> to the banks with you. Yeah, we, we're gonna need you to charge interest on loans. No, no, no shoveling dirt for you. That is one, that's for Goy. That's my that's, favorite. That's privileged Goy's. That's our thing. Yeah, it's not our fault. We weren't allowed to work. Okay. Well, now we're gonna say. Okay. So if if it's so oppressive. For you to have been forced into this lending business, we'll just disallow you from doing that, and we'll put you to work. And then you'll be privileged. No I think I'm either. perfectly happy to disallow Jews from being involved in lending money and force them to do manual labor. This is something I'm willing to do for them, Jews. If you are willing and ready to stop being oppressed, I'm willing to be the catalyst for that change. Let's go. You can be the rail workers. And they can take over the finance aspect of it. That way, no one's oppressed anymore. Mm. Mm. Fucking super right. bad. Here, here's a weed-related thing that I, I do disagree <laughs> with. <laughs> oh, hi, guys. Here's another pre-recorded interruption. Not an actual interruption. I'm just here to remind you, we need you to go ahead and pick up a subscription at therightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use money orders, you can use crypto, you can use e-checks, you can even go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can use your credit card on there to get around the Jews' uh, banishment of our banking services. That works. So you can do that until you can't. I don't know. But thanks. We'll be right back to the show now. We like weed around here. They they arrested Teddy Gentry, who was a founding member of uh, Alabama, the band. Okay. They charged him some sort of misdemeanor related to possession of marijuana, and I'm like... Okay. Just leave that old white guy alone, for fuck's sake. He's probably already. You can find time to arrest this dude and do absolutely nothing about your your raging nigger problem in your, right. your state well, of Alabama. Yeah, I mean, no, really, that's, yeah. that's the plot. Yeah. I mean. They we tested him. They couldn't test that woman's rape kit. So fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean, what, what was he even it's doing? It's because cops right? are cowards. They know they get away with this. Oh, yeah, we can we can push around those white people. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's even, not going to jeopardize even, my career. And this guy, even and he's even a rich white person, but he can still push him around. Push him around. But he's yeah. probably not poor. He's probably got some money, but, you know. Yeah. He'll push him around. He's got no power. Anyway. 
Do we need to fill more time in this show? Or are we I hope not, because I need to be real bad. I'm petering out, if you will. We don't have to. We, I mean... We went over an hour thirty in the first yeah, hour. Yeah, I think that's. It seems like we've done. I a feel long like show. I feel like since this hour is short, I should give this one to the to the free fags. You, you, yeah, I mean, that's like they shouldn't get like they just, they yeah, don't, no. there's no rule they have to get hour one. They can get hour two. Yeah, no, there's no rules at all. We Let's make see, maybe we'll, I'll give them the short. I'll give them the short ass hour two for free. That way, yeah. the guy who emailed he can't listen to it. Yeah, he can't hear his thrashing. Yeah, and the, the more like we did more political oriented content this this hour anyway. Sort of. I mean, we talked about unions. And, that and then we crap. talked about Kevin Smith. Kind of a wash. But, but, yeah. <laughs> it kind of evens out there, I guess. But, but people like to hear us rag on this shit. Like, there, there are people out there with our same exact feelings on this awful, shitty, Jewish, crappy, drug, fake, comic book, shitty well, culture like, that we have. I hate and they just yeah, love yeah, hearing you're, us. You're just, forget about the fact. They love hearing us just rag Social on. hierarchy by pretending that they're above all that. Well, yeah, they're talking about movies for those me. people can fuck that. Those people can fuck off too. Everyone likes hearing us attack. Well, I enjoy that. I, I find it fascinating to look back at these. At, at well, you mentioned these slacker characters. Yeah. where we were gently like through. Yeah, you were I don't gently, know, you, you were literally like you gently, gently plotted into being a slacker. Or you were supposed to venerate those people. You're yeah. supposed to. Like, you're this is at, ideal. This guy's not. Like, no one's tricking this guy. He's not trying about anything. You were supposed to aspire to be somebody who never tried, who never worked hard, yeah. but came out on top when the chips were down for some reason. Yeah, this guy has a motivational disorder and he doesn't engage in typically mm-hmm. rewarding activities, and that's a okay. Like that's your, that's your, what you're supposed to do. Your priorities were supposed to be not being anything like your dad. Doing a lot of drugs, not having like you know like you, like if it's people in these kinds of like slacker film the kind of, sort of archetype of what you're supposed to be like as an American is like if a really great like professional opportunity comes along you're supposed to have an existential crisis about it yeah because said opportunity might mean that you like wouldn't have time for your porn addiction anymore mm. you know like you might have you might have you might have landed the American dream of like stability in in a, in a career or whatever and the ability to have a real life that sort of fucking interferes with how am I supposed to like smoke an ounce of weed every day and like watch cartoons. And this was supposed to, because like, it's like, it wasn't even like they had something like these characters are doing instead of having being a, being a corporate drone or whatever, however they like to dress it up, like having like being a nigga with a job is like some, and you know, like it was always like the existential crisis was like who I am is somebody who watches cartoons and porn on tv all day in a stupor and this is your hero you know it's like that was the conflict like if you talk about i mentioned before the movie knocked up it's like uh, yeah he didn't seth, want the kid it's like seth rogan like watch tv like and seth, smoke weed, yeah right? seth rogan now he has to get his life together because he's gonna be a father and it's like that's like you know and that's a crisis it's just this very odd, like a very odd set of values. It's just, and it's just pushed on everyone. There's no pushback against it. I remember when that anyone movie came anyone out. who pushes back against that stuff is like some kind of fuddy duddy old person faggot who just like don't listen to them. They're probably like oh, they're Christians when or something. Knocked up came out, and uh, conservatives were trying to claim it as a conservative movie because like getting an abortion was never brought up as a solution to this issue. Oh my god! And like then and, they and, would and, fall and, for that. Troll. And and. Uh, well, then, like, Seth Rogen came out and just said, no, it's not what it's about. Fuck you. Like, this isn't for you. Yeah, nothing's Cause for that's, you. Cause that, that's just the type of guy he is, right? Yeah. Well, a Jew. 
But he doesn't have to. A Jew, a Jew who he doesn't reali- need these people for anything. He realizes so he, he, he has the chutzpah to realize like yeah. where the power, yeah. how the power uh, relations work. Yeah, no, he has, and he can just he be doesn't, like, doesn't realize that he was born in it. He yeah. lives in it. Well, I'm just saying like he's not he's not pretending that it's not. Right. Yeah. He's not somebody that acts like it's something else. Like yeah. he's not humble about it. No, you know. That's yeah. why they do like remember the, no, the, the, the like the Christmas commercial yeah. for that stupid movie last year. Now mm-hmm. that's a good goy. Like he's not doing that tongue in cheek. Like he means that. Yeah, I mean they might be getting ahead of themselves because they live in such an insular Jewish <sighs> environment yeah. that they do these jokes and they're just like love letters to other Jews. You know, they're just like writing. They're writing like these little comedy vignettes with the idea of their their, their particular circle of Jewish New York comedy friends yeah. as the audience. And like they'll think it's funny, and other people they'll, they'll and then they'll pretend it's funny, and everyone's just oh, it's, yeah, it's funny stuff. It's funny you stuff. Know? Oh yeah. All right. I really hate when Jews invite you to be like in on their Jewish humor as appreciating, but but it's a, it's still fake. It's not they're not really telling you the truth about themselves. They're like giving you a fake way of Jews like doing self deprecation, and they like invite the the, the butt goy to like join in that humor. Hmm. But it's like you actually are owning yourself because what you're doing hmm. is you're you're taking on a viewpoint of Jews that is very flattering to them actually. Like they're so funny and resilient, and they put up with all this shit throughout the years. Everyone hates them. And look, they're still here, and they're so successful. You know, Zante, Greta, I just love them. It's so mm. awesome. And they're so clever. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Lucky. You can be plucky, too. All right. Yeah, within reason. All right, let's get out of here. Wow, it's not 3 o'clock. I can't believe it. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't take me until 4.30 to make the free hour. Yeah. See you guys later. Always give your best, 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 never give up, never discourage, never be petty, always remember, others may hate, those who hate you don't hate unless you hate them, then you destroy yourself.